Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, She Speaks Life friends. Today, I'm excited to welcome Amy Mills to the podcast and share one of the most incredible God stories I've heard. Amy is a podcaster herself on the faith-based radio station, Spirit 105.9, and delivers a transparent, transformational message each weekend morning. Her podcast is called Amy Mills Live, and she has a dynamic ministry called Sold Out. I can't wait to hear all about it and her testimony on breaking free from those strongholds in life and how she overcame. Well, enough of the intro. Let's hear from Amy herself. Hi, Amy. Thank you for coming on here today. Thank you, Jamie. I'm honored that you asked me. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Wow. I'm honored that you're here. And I can't wait to get to know more about you and have the listeners hear what you have experienced in your life and your encounters Mm -hmm. and healing. So, you know, it never gets old telling the God story, right? Telling what God has done in my life. And I got to tell you, sometimes when I go back to the very beginning, I don't even feel like it's that I'm talking about myself. You know, as I listen to myself tell the story, I'm like, is, I feel like, does that, was that really, did that really happen? Was that really me? Sure. And I think that's such an exciting thing to, to share with people that are really walking in darkness and they just feel like there's never, there's never going to be a place of light in their life. Yes. And to say that not only can there be a place of light in your life, but you can literally feel like you're a a different human being. You're a new, you truly are a new creation. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think back my old self and can't believe the things that I did. I mean, it's just amazing (laughs) how new you are, mm. and that's the sanctification it is, that, just that we go year through. after year yeah, after year. The and growth, the growth. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think about people back from my past mm-hmm. that didn't find the Lord mm-hmm. and where they are in their life today, and I think about you know that that could be me so easily. Right. And so I feel so grateful and so humbled that the Lord would stick with me yeah you know stick it stick it out with me (laughs) and keep he keeps pursuing us yep and just loves us relentless so yeah yeah, yeah. and you know I gotta tell you I grew up in a Baptist home Mm -hmm. and my mother was a gift from God and you know for my mother I would not be here today Mm. I have a really cool plaque in my office let's see what does it say for all I am and ever hope to be I owe to my mother. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I know. I need one of those plaques. Yes. I love my mama. Those good <laughs> yeah. mamas. Those yeah. God-fearing mamas. Yeah. So I grew up in a Baptist home. Mm-hmm. I said the sinner's prayer when I was probably nine years old, went to the front, mm-hmm. but I didn't make him Lord of my life. Mm. Yeah. And that was that was the difference for me. We, we have mm-hmm. to, we don't just say the sinner's prayer, right? Yes, Did I receive Christ as my savior? Yes, did he come into my life? But there's something we have to do, right? There's there's something our part is to make him Lord of our life. Mm -hmm. And I did not do that. Right. And I left home a really, really broken young woman. Mm. I had experienced physical abuse, drugs, alcohol, all by the time that I had left high school, left home when yeah. I finished high school. Yeah. Um, and so I went out into the world to start my life with just complete darkness in my heart. Right. And here's the deal. We have, we have our own will. God lets us have our own will. And I had a very, very strong will. And God made me with, a, you know, that type A DNA and very focused, very purposed, very driven. And so I was on my way. Like I was going to go, you know, take over the world. But all along the way, I'm still carrying this trash with me. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a dichotomy in my life. I was succeeding 
Mm-hmm. In the world, what the world would say was success. Right. And I was climbing the ladder and I um, got into sales, a sales and marketing career and I was very successful. I did a very great job. I was a hard worker, I was committed, but I was a master at making it look fantastic on the outside. Yeah, right. When my inside was just, I was dying inside. Mm-hmm. Such a horrible place to be. It is. Yeah. 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 And you just continue on until it erupts, right? Yeah. Eventually, you're it's, gonna. There's yeah. implosion. Yeah, it's exhausting too. It's to exhausting. Try to keep it up. Yeah, yeah. So I would go from you know these highs to these lows, and always felt the pull of good and evil in my life. Very strong forces pulling against me, mm. and just bouncing, you know, from one side to the other. And I remember as I came to Christ many years later, and I was just like, God, please, on my knees, on my face, in my house, saying, I, I can't do this. I don't want to be blown by the wind. You know, I don't want to be blown from side to side any longer. I can't yeah. do this anymore. Right. I want to be stable and I want to be whole. Mm-hmm. So, what happened? is I continued down this path. The more freedom I got, the more access I had to, you know, more men, more alcohol, more drugs, more fun, uh, more isolation into just my own darkness. Yeah, I just read, I think it was Lisa Turker's quote, where we can be isolated, the enemy can influence us. Where there's isolation, the enemy can influence. Right, and I've always said isolation is your enemy. Yes. But it's the first thing we want to do. Yes. You know, it's that instant, it's the instant Mm -hmm. reaction to darkness or to Mm -hmm. pain or to shame or guilt or all of those things. Sure. And all along the pathway, I'm building this, I don't even know, this black cloud around me of shame and guilt and just disappointment, right, Mm -hmm. in myself. Mm -hmm. Even though I was successful in the world's eyes, right, inside my own self, all of these things were building. Mm -hmm. And I went on with this. And I got to tell you, up until my 30th birthday. This went on. So I I battled with this for well over 15 years, Mm -hmm. on and off, on and off. And I would, you know, I'd get myself together and then, you know, I would just fall back into that trap. I just could not keep my feet on solid ground. Right. It was like a cycle. It was a cycle. But what happens is the enemy, when you Mm -hmm. give permission to the enemy to come into your life and you open that door, Mm -hmm. he comes in with a force to set up strongholds that you in your own self cannot overcome. Right. And so I have these strongholds building in my life and mm-hmm. and I've got now I've got abuse and I've got addiction and I've got shame and guilt and I've got mind binding spirits and I've got all that I mean just just this plethora of stuff the enemy was weaving inside of me. Mm. And this is what happens to all of us when we give him permission. Mm-hmm. And there's, I guess there's a big debate about, you know, can the enemy infiltrate a Christian? Okay, well, I'm a prime example of that. No, uh-huh. I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. I had received Christ as my Savior, mm-hmm. but I had not made him Lord of my life. And I opened the doors and I gave him permission. Right. And, and my yeah. experience was that when that happens... Heck yes. Yes. He's coming in. Mm -hmm. He is going to establish himself in your life Mm -hmm. because he comes to kill and steal and destroy. Yeah. Well, I have a similar story with that becoming a Christian as a young girl, but not cultivating that personal relationship with him Mm -hmm. until my 20s. Mm -hmm. And all along high school, it was rebellion and it was choosing the wrong things because I was missing the whole point of being a Christ follower. Right. You know, I looked at the Bible as just a bunch of rules mm-hmm. and never really dove in and sought out and wanted to really mm-hmm. find out what is that intimate relationship all about mm-hmm. until I got older. Yeah. Well, and here, and mine was rebellion too. And mm-hmm. so there's there's interesting factors that happened to us. For instance, mm-hmm. the things that were done to me as a young girl that caused this brokenness inside of me mm-hmm. and I be, my response was rebellion yeah okay and right. so I began to rebel so so there are things that happen to us in our life and they are not our fault it's you know it's the doing of other people it's done unto us mm-hmm. and so we have a response and then you know my rebellion allowed the enemy to come in and the story goes on right right but at a certain point mm-hmm. it becomes your responsibility yeah at yeah. a certain point 
it is your problem now. Right. It's not what happened back there in the darkness. Mm -hmm. It's not their problem. Mm -hmm. It's your problem. Right. And we have got to help people understand, believers and non-believers, that at a certain point, you've got to stop trying to get your healing from the darkness. And we want to keep Mm -hmm. going back to that place, going back to that person, going back to that situation to get our healing, to make Mm -hmm. sense of it. Mm -hmm. That's never going to happen. Well, and those things are so instant gratification. Mm -hmm. You know, those are things that you can do quickly to try to medicate yourself. Well, and it's that familiar spirit that says, go back there, go back there, go back there. Well, that's a lie. And it's so temporary. (laughs) It's like putting on a a Band-Aid and then hopping in the shower and it falls off, right? It's just a lie from the pit of hell to keep you stuck. Right. And so out of desperation, so I'm this high-functioning business professional at this point in my life, and I'm still living these these two lives, basically. Mm-hmm. And I had a situation where I wound up in the ER for alcohol poisoning, not once, not twice, but three times. Mm-hmm. And that experience for me was so humiliating mm-hmm. and so degradating and I just Mm -hmm. it just was rock bottom for me right right and so I was very athletic I was a runner you know in high school I was a cheerleader and I ran track and I mean I was energizer bunny from the time I came out of the womb yeah (laughs) um and so I was running as I did early every morning before work it was Mm -hmm. probably I don't know 5 36 in the morning it was dark outside I went out to into the street it was my 30th birthday and I said okay god Mm mm-hmm I made a mess of my 20s. They were a disaster. Mm. My life is a wreck. I did it my way, and it's not working. So, Lord, I'm going to give you my 30s. Mm. Whoever does the better job <laughs> wins. <laughs> at the end of the 10 years, yeah. wins. So, like, yeah. I got my 20s. You get my 30s. I love that. Do you know That's that God hilarious. is like yeah, yeah, this is this is a great deal, Amy. <laughs> so in all sincerity, I was just like, I give it to you. I give it all to you. I give up. I it's a wreck. Yeah, yeah. You surrendered. I surrendered. Yes. And at that moment, I sold out. Yes. I sold out. Mm. My mind, my will, my emotions. I said, you take those. Mm-hmm. It's a wreck. And this is where your ministry name gets and birthed that's from. Where sold yes. out came from. Yeah. And so um, I have to tell you, he won Mm -hmm. about two years into the deal Mm -hmm. because God had to unwind a lot of stuff. Sure. And he brought people and places and situations and circumstances into my life. He brought a group of women around me that I could relate to, that I felt, you know, um, I had had similarities with. Mm -hmm. And I began to go to a Bible study. One day they began to talk about strongholds. I had never heard that word in my life, but I was like, I have those. (laughs) I I don't know what that is, but I have that. And so I was led to a prayer ministry Mm. and I had a radical deliverance and transformation for the Lord. Mm. And I got to tell you on that day, those women ministered to me more than once, but I had, I had some suddenlies in my life happen. Mm. But then I also had a journey ahead of me. And uh, my job, I had, I had started my own marketing company, and I was at home. The Lord works this out. <laughs> and so for the next year, the Lord sat me at the kitchen table every single morning. My husband would leave for work, and I would go to the table, and I would sit, and he would journey me through this healing process mm. of just cleansing yeah. and having me in the word. Mm. And I feel like it was yesterday mm. and it was, my gosh, how long ago was that? It was, I won't say, <laughs> but it was at least 20 years ago. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and I was sitting at my kitchen table and I remember him freeing me from the fear of man. Mm. And I remember him showing me how I had just lived, you know, this, I had body dysmorphia. I had gone through a little stint of anorexia. So just, you know, just so afraid of like, am I being accepted? Wanting to be accepted, wanting to feel like I had value. And, you know, every time I passed through a window, looking at my body and making a judgment about myself and Mm -hmm. it was obsessive and it was controlling my mind. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember him just going, "You, you don't serve man. Mm -hmm. You serve God. And he took me to that scripture 
And it was one of the biggest breakthroughs Mm -hmm. that I had during that time was that I serve God Mm -hmm. and not man. Right. And it was so freeing. Yeah. But that year, Jamie, at the kitchen table was where the Lord continued to deliver me in in a different way through tears and through prayers face down on the ground and journaling. I journaled and I journaled and I journaled. And I'm about to speak to several hundred women about how to hear from God. Mm, And during this time... so needed too. That's awesome. Out of my zealousness, out of my, you know, it's that when you first come to that conversion and you're just so on fire for God and your belief meter is just up here, right? Right. And... He began to speak to me, and my I believed, right? One of the things about hearing from God is that you got to believe, number one, that He cares. Yeah. Believe that He does speak. He does speak. And yeah. that when you hear it, it's Him. Right, right. And so this is a huge part of my ministry and a huge part of what He's done in my life. And, you know, now, which mm-hmm. little did I know that year at the kitchen table, He was preparing me for today. Mm. And that is to be able to hear his voice yeah. and to know what to do with that. Yeah. And also to be able to have a high level of discernment when I'm ministering to other women to help set them free. Mm-hmm. And that's where that came from. So he needed to teach me how to hear his voice, mm-hmm. how to communicate with him. So when I'm ministering to somebody that doesn't know how to hear from the Lord yet, I'm the vessel he uses, right? So cool. So cool. Yeah. Where were you <laughs> back then when I was figuring that one out? <laughs> So, wow, wow, what a year and so, so powerful. And, you know, you don't know that's what's going on when when you're going through these things. You just have to trust it's all going to add up to the end result of what God has for your life. Yeah, yeah. And so, just like a movie picture, he just so gently and so sweetly took me back through all of my past and all the situations that I won't get into the gory details, it doesn't matter. Right. But just cleansing me and just mm-hmm. purging and purging and all the while purging and filling mm-hmm. me up. Purging mm-hmm. me and filling me yes. up. Yes, yeah. And so I went it's on to lead a freedom ministry mm-hmm. for the church that I belong to. Mm-hmm. And after, you know, a, a couple of years, I just, I knew that I knew that I had to, I had to do ministry, that I had to help set other women free Mm -hmm. and through the ministry of the church hundreds of women came through that ministry Mm -hmm. and as I heard privately and personally their testimonies I was blown away Mm -hmm. by what women go through yeah what they live with the strongholds that attach to them I mean it's horrific Mm -hmm. and I was just I mean to me it's injustice right oh my gosh I'm like I'm I'm like I am for justice Mm -hmm. and to me I could see this injustice from the enemy right Mm -hmm. of what he had he had set up in these people's lives and Mm -hmm. I just felt like I had the secret yeah yeah and so just such a cool thing just so much passion to see God's people set free Mm -hmm. so they can be what he destined them to be yeah Right. And to in, and to educate them mm-hmm. that you can move your own mountain. Yeah. You can speak to that mountain. Mm-hmm. You can warfare. You have power. Mm-hmm. Like we get in such a dark place that we feel so useless. Yeah. And non-impactful. Mm-hmm. And that's where the enemy wants us. And then the fear sets in and the value issues and the unworthiness, the shame, the guilt. I mean, right. my gosh, right. mountains of it on top of us. Mm-hmm. Or just living in perverted sin Mm -hmm. that has become so familiar, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't even see the darkness of it in your life. Right. Like you don't even see that it has brought a spirit of death into your life. I'm immune to it. And it affects, Mm -hmm. here's the kicker. I was so astonished at how certain things can attach to a part of your life that has nothing to do with the actual issue. Mm -hmm. Right? Right, right. I mean, women who've had abortion and haven't dealt with that, that darkness, that whatever emotion came with that would attach to like their professional life. I mean, uh, you know, my point is it, it, it starts to infiltrate every part of your, it follows you and it just starts to attach to anything it can. The roots will just grow into any part of your life. And you're not thinking Mm -hmm. that's a fear. You're not thinking that's a root of fear. Mm -hmm. Like the Mm -hmm. issue, the chronic issue you have in your life, you're not thinking you're fearful. Right. But when you dial it back, Mm-hmm. And you see where it came from and you see when it entered your life, mm-hmm. you know, you go, oh my gosh, 
Yeah. That's a root of fear. Right. I've been going after the wrong thing all along. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just recently had that in my life. I yeah. was having a chronic response to something, mm-hmm. and it didn't look like fear at all. It looked like this chronic response to mm-hmm. a certain situation. And I mean, I was begging the Lord. I was like, I'm going to sit here in your presence until yeah. you tell me what this is because I'm so sick of it, right? Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. is going on? I couldn't put my finger on it. Mm. And he took me back to, and I just talked about this on the radio. He took me back to a time when I was like probably six or seven years old. Mm. And there was a situation that was happening at home repetitively. And as a little girl, the fear in that situation built walls. Mm. So this chronic response I'm having now as an adult woman, it was about the walls going up, walls going up. We didn't look at fear. It looked like this resistance of some sort. Yes. But the Lord showed me. That it was a root of fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so powerful. It was yeah. so powerful for yeah. me. And so now I know how to get it healed. Right. And now I know what to take to God mm-hmm. when it's happening. And I know how to process it mentally. Right. Because right. our minds are 50% of the battle. I swear they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe 80. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's up there. It's pretty high yeah. on the chart. Yeah. So, you know, this mental part of our freedom is such a huge thing for me. And Mm -hmm. there's a neuroscientist, uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Oh, yeah. I I thought you were going to mention her. Oh, my gosh. I love her. She's like one of my heroes. And what for those of um, your listeners who don't know, she's a neuroscientist slash, I mean, you know, her credentials are ridiculous. But she marries neuroscience with the word. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful. It is. Oh my it's gracious! So interesting. It's so interesting. I think she has a podcast, and yeah. I was you listening guys, to um, it. If yeah. you're, you know, if mental is something that you struggle with, I encourage you to just check her out and start getting some of her books and realizing number one mm-hmm. that it is a spiritual issue. Yeah. Number two, you can do something about it. Mm-hmm. Tangibly do something about it. I mean, people don't realize that our thoughts are tangible things that science now can see go in our head, get stored in our brain. Yeah. And so if you look at people's past, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, and you have the, you have the knowledge of what's ha- what has happened inside your mind and your brain, mm-hmm. then you have some tools to really get yourself healed. Mm-hmm. Besides Romans 12 too, right? You got to live by that. You got to renew your mind every day in God's word. Yes. Because yeah. that's, you're going to get your healing there as well. But there are some things that we can do. God made us this way, right? Mm-hmm. She's just kind of revealing how we've been made, how we have been uniquely made, and how we can literally reverse the damage in our psyche from the things that have happened to us mm-hmm. and the horrible self-talk that we've mm-hmm provided yeah <laughs> so kindly to our brains it's now stored and comes back up every single time there's a trigger yeah yeah and that's for people she goes on there for nutrition for people who struggle with overeating or just people maybe that can't eat healthy mm. not so much somebody who's overweight but that wants to correct their eating and she goes through this whole process wow on what goes on in the mind and the brain and how to correct it so that you will get back on a a track of healthy lifestyle, a healthy way of eating. Yeah. I mean, you know, God. It's interesting. We don't need proof, but Mm -hmm. God talks about all this. He's given everything Mm -hmm. we need in his word. And right now I'm on like a super high talking about and trying to tell people that it's the word. If you don't have the word in your life, listen, nobody wants to hear that. They don't, you know, because yeah. they have every excuse in the world. It's like, well, it's time. And, you know, I know I'm supposed to read the word, but I don't have time. And, right, right. and I'm just mm-hmm. unapologetically yeah. saying <laughs> there is no other way. We want to get skinny and healthy and fit. Mm-hmm. And we want every way but the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm right. super yeah. passionate about healthy living God's way. And I do mm-hmm. my Saturday show on Spirit 105.9 is Healthy Living. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, we just talk about, you know, faith-based conversation. But because the enemy, again, if he can keep you unhealthy and miserable, lethargic, sick, 
have dis-ease in your body, mm-hmm. you're never going to mm-hmm. accomplish what God's asked you to do. Right. You'll at any... Unmotivated. De- right. Yeah. Who, wa- who cares? Right. Who wants to? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking about not only going out and changing the world, I'm talking about being, you know, just a great present mom or a great present father or, a, you know... An employee. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about anything in life. Right. I mean, we don't even people don't even want to get off the couch at night. Right. Right. Much yeah. less yeah. hear hear the Lord speak to them. You know about doing something amazing. Yeah. What they were yeah. destined to do because God has a plan for every one of us, and the enemy knows that. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says that it's a promise. Yeah. But our ability to step into that promise and to take action, mm-hmm. we can't take action. Because we're sick mm-hmm. and we don't feel well. Right. And so I don't know how I got off on that, but it, no, it's really that's important. so good. It's so important. Yes, it will Caroline leave. So anyway, yeah. so she talks about yeah. that. Yeah. But our mind, we've got to deal with that. And I'm telling you, it takes some work and some commitment, but I had to do that. I used to do sticky note campaigns in my house. <laughs> because I would get a hold of something and I'm like, I'm not, you know, because you go, like you get all into something you want to change in your life. And then uh, two months down the road, you're like, forgot about it. Yeah, right? You, yeah. Didn't, you didn't fall through. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I was you're like... good at starting. Uh, yeah, you're good nah. at starting, not good at finishing. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I am not going to let distractions get in my way. So I would put sticky notes all over the place, like to remind myself that I'm fighting this battle and devil, you're going to die to this. Yeah, good and for you. And so, yeah, these sticky note campaigns, and they work. <laughs> sticky but note campaigns. that is very unscientifically truth <laughs> that, you know, it's that it, it's you're changing your mind. You're changing your mind. And what it was for me, it was an intervention. Mm-hmm. Like every time that thing tried to rear its head, intervene, intervene. Mm-hmm. And I okay. began to build mantras for myself depending on what was going on. And so I would have something to say every time that trigger would happen in my thought processes. Right. And I would say, whether I would quote the scripture, I take every thought captive to the mind of Christ mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I came up with different things that meant something to me and that were really powerful. Right. And I got to tell you, Jamie, that stuff will break off of you. Yeah. It takes some commitment, but mm-hmm. you've got to intervene. And, and what I was doing, mm-hmm. and this was long before I knew about Caroline Leaf, yeah. Yeah. I was just using that intervention to just reprogram those thoughts. Mm-hmm. They were wanting to come back mm-hmm. up and keep me bound. Yeah. And yeah. I was determined to be completely free. Right, right. And so these are things that we have to know about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a scripture verse for every issue that we have. Mm-hmm. We and there's have life one. in that scripture. Yeah. Yep. And so for us to think that we can get free and that we can live to the level that we're all wanting to live to get the answers that we're all longing for, mm-hmm. all of us have needs. Yeah. And especially people of faith, when we're asking God, right, we're saying, oh, God, help. Right, For right. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we are not in the Word. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Right. It's not, we're not going to get the results that we need. Yeah. And so what I'm going to tell these ladies yeah. is <laughs> that you've got to go off of milk to solid food and you've got to realize, okay, I've got to move some things out of my life to get this in or nothing's going to change. Or Mm -hmm. I'm certainly not going to get the results that I want. Mm -hmm. And that is a thousand percent the truth. Mm -hmm. And as we begin to get the word of God in us and we're taking some action steps, Mm -hmm. then we kind of have, now it comes full circle, right? Now God can come in there and do a complete healing. God can come in there and begin to transform not only your mind, but give you fruit to your labor, like whatever your action is, you know, that he can bring fruit out of that. Mm -hmm. But not to be in the word, Jamie, it's just, it's not going to happen. No, it's our lifeline. It's our lifeline. Yeah, And I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. We're too busy. Or we don't get it. We don't understand how amazing it is, how helpful it is, how it is the only Mm -hmm. way, Mm -hmm. the truth, and the life that Jesus says. You know, that really, he is the only way, Mm -hmm. the only answer. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we don't even realize it until... We go through our trials and, and then you're forced to, to do yeah, it. Yeah, understand know? and go, oh, right. this helps. Wow. I don't know if yeah. it's because it seems too 
insignificant or if it seems too simple or it seems boring or, you know, I don't know. But yeah. for for whatever reason, we're humans. We do this. Mm-hmm. We do this with, you know, wanting to get healthy. We want it. We do it yeah. with a lot of things in our life. Yeah. And we just want to do it. Maybe we want to do it the world's way, right? Maybe it looks silly. Maybe to super high functioning individuals or to intellects or, you know, they're mm-hmm. thinking there's got to be, you know, a, something different. Yeah. Something better than just sitting down and reading the word of God. Well, that's, yeah, the world system is for sure what you see is what Mm -hmm. you get Mm -hmm. so if you can't see it then maybe you know it's not all that real right right? exactly yeah or we just need that instant fix And, you know, that's And I say this we, to you today yeah. um, as someone who I'm no Bible scholar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't get on my, you know, I don't get on my radio program and start quoting scripture. I mean, I'm just like everybody else. You know, I have mm-hmm. to sit with my Bible every week and, you know, I can remember scripture, but I have trouble remembering where it came from. And so I have to yeah. really work on yeah. that, you know? Well, I'm bad at word for <laughs> word with the, I'll say like about the verse and what it means, you know? but right. I'll get the words all messed up so you know we are so at least you're all better than together, me do you, you know what put, i mean though yeah. I'm just i say that to say like i'm not trying to implore people to do this because i'm a bible scholar and i've yeah, perfected yeah. it like yeah. i'm i'm imploring people to do it because i'm just like you mm-hmm. i'm desperate for it but when i commit myself mm-hmm. to being in the word daily weekly then my life is different. I need it. I'm not the same person without it. Yeah. And what's so amazing is how we can be in the word. And it says, you know, it says that this is going to happen in the in the Bible. It tells us this. But you read and you read and you read and you write and you study and you think that it's, you know, it's not applying to your life. And then a month later down the road, you know, a situation comes up and bam. Yeah. There's the word right there, front and center. It, you know, God's bringing it back up in your heart. You're able mm-hmm. to remember part of that scripture and mm-hmm. it applies to exactly what God has you in at, yeah. at that moment. Yeah. That's the power yeah. of God's word. Well, I remember really finding all that out when my kids were babies and I had to get up extra early before they got up. And I remember doing a devotional and then reading my Bible. And those mornings that I skipped, those mornings that I slept in or just didn't do it, I can tell a difference in my day. So it's funny the way God's word works. The more you read it, the more you crave it. And, and the more so you true. realize what a difference it makes your day. And you days. can't wait to get, you got to get back to it. Yes. Like, I can't not yes. do it. Yeah. So it got me mm-hmm. up because, man, I don't want to have that crummy day that mm-hmm. I had. Mm-hmm. I see a difference when I start out with him in my mornings and in the word. And, you know, and that could be somebody who studies the word at night. If you're a night person, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But it's just whatever works for you, you're going to tell those mm-hmm. days that you don't and those days mm-hmm. that you do. And it's like, it's not a right or wrong way. Yeah. It's just, just get it yeah. in, whether yeah. you listen to it audible in your yeah. car or if you do it at your lunch hour. I mean, it's not, it's not about a right or wrong way. It's just, yeah. it's just sitting with God yeah. and just having a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to have a relationship with God yeah. or you don't know what to do. And you're wondering, you know, I'm a Christian and I'm going to church and I'm doing all these things and it's just not working for me. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have a relationship with God, yeah, no, it's not working mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, It's not about all the other, those outside things. It's about sitting with the father mm-hmm. and having time with him mm-hmm. and learning our Joyce Meyer say it the other day. Mm-hmm. And it's just, she said, you got to learn how to hear You've got to yeah. learn how to sit with him. This is a journey mm-hmm. and it's a relationship. Yeah. And yeah. if you and I wanted to get to know each other intimately, mm-hmm. you know, we would take some steps. Mm-hmm. We would initiate some things and some mm-hmm. processes mm-hmm. to make that happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I just spoke to a group of ladies a few weeks ago and I, you know, I was telling them about hearing God and we need to sit and, and listen. We just need to sit and not do any five ten minutes or whatever and their eyes were wide open like what i don't know if i have that much time i'm like no you have to just allow Mm. god you got to be patient and allow him Mm. to speak to you and just be still for minutes it doesn't have to be hours quiet when are we not distracted when do we ever have no noise 
when right. the radio's on, the TV is yeah. on, the kids are talking, you're at work, mm-hmm. you're in a, I mean, if you, mm-hmm. if you really sit and think about mm-hmm. when, yeah. when am I ever quiet enough to hear the voice of the Lord? Right, right. And that's why it was this new concept to them. Right. They're like, oh, wow, well, I've never done that. And let me say, yeah. not awesome. because I, legalism, I'm, I'm like a legalism yeah. warrior, you know, no legalism. Right. That's death to your, mm-hmm. to your spirit. Yeah. But. God can speak to you whenever, however, whatever, and he and he will and he does. Mm-hmm. But to have a, re- I'm talking about the relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. And here's the other part of it. It's a if life changer. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to go out there and live your calling, and if mm-hmm. you're out there stepping out into what you think the Lord's asked you to do, mm-hmm. whether that's in your job and that's your ministry or your calling, or if you're stepping out of the boat and really mm-hmm. going into ministry, or you're going to be a missionary, whatever it is, you got to have the word of God in you yeah. for like yeah. to, to, to call up yeah. to perform whatever it is that he's asked you to yeah. do. Yeah. And okay. so, yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't really mean to talk about that today, but I think no, that's really, that's <laughs> it's important. Yeah. So you were in marketing. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we left off. Yeah. And then, yes. Yeah. So okay. So take on. it from there. Okay. Um, so <laughs> take it from there. So what happened was, so I go through this transformation. The Lord just journeys me through this cleansing process and I was leading a ministry, helping other women, just, wow, on fire, just so excited about what God had done in my life and was able to just feel like I was really, you know, revealing this secret to to other people. And I began, as I said, I was very athletic, very active. I began to have horrific lower back pain. And what transpired is that a tumor had grown inside my spinal cord mm. and was bleeding out and oh, ruptured. Wow. Oh, wow. So I go into surgery and I had seen a couple of doctors for it. They misdiagnosed it. So when they got in there, it was not what they thought it was going to be. It took five and a half hours for the surgeon to determine what was cord and what was tumor to remove. Mm. And I came out paraplegic. So Mm. I, on my right side, from my breast down, I I could not move. Oh my gosh. Did it just start out as an ache? You're you're Mm. a runner, and Mm. then you started feeling achy, and then you got an x-ray done? So I have a strange... It's so not normal. <laughs> Everything in my life is like unique. I don't know. I'm I like, know. that is so random. I know. So many random things oh. in my life. I'm like, God, come on now. Really? <laughs> so I had, I had at birth, I had an issue with my neck. So I had gone in for an MRI for the neck issue. Okay. And when I was in there, they incidentally saw this thing inside my cord. So I went and had it checked out. I had no symptoms whatsoever, not mm-hmm. a symptom. And they said, okay, it was a misdiagnosis, but they said, okay, look, some people have it. They never, ever know for their whole lives. Mm-hmm. Some people have it. It ruptures. It has a morbidity rate. Mm-hmm. It could paralyze you, like all these things. But they're okay. like, you are a whatever, you know, 30 whatever year old woman, mm-hmm. healthy. Mm-hmm. I was teaching aerobics at the church. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you have no symptoms whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I went on about my life. They said, don't birth a baby. Don't lift heavy weights. They didn't want to p- put pressure through the, the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. I have my baby. Yeah. I get my baby girl C-section. So that worked out. And about a year and a half, two years later, I start having horrific back pain. Mm. But it was my lower back. And the Mm. tumor was between my shoulder blades. Okay. And so we went in thinking I had heard it running. Mm. And the doctor said, Okay. No, guess what? This thing in your spinal cord has ruptured out. Okay. So they got it out. And it wasn't what they thought. So I was in the hospital for two months, went home in a wheelchair, Mm. and then I went from a wheelchair to a walker to a cane into walking on my own, which was pretty miraculous Yeah. to my doctors. They certainly didn't know if I would ever walk, much less have my bodily functions normal. When your Mm -hmm. cord goes down... Uh Your cord is like the control tower to the rest of your body. Uh-huh. And it speaks to all of your, you know, organs and your yeah. muscles. And Now, so, at this point, are you spiritually <laughs> close to the Lord or is this... I am. I am. And yeah. the Lord uh, just began to do some... I, I went through a, which I won't talk about today, but I went through a crushing 
devastating church hurt. Okay. And I had just come yeah. out of that. Okay. And I know there's a lot of people listening that they've had that experience. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people turn away from the church because of, they turn away. No, they turn away yeah. from God because yeah. of it. And it's not God. Right, right. It's fallible man. Infallible God is who right. we turn against mm-hmm. when fallible man creates those church hurts. But I had just come out of that. So I was really mm-hmm. kind of like clinging my way mm-hmm. back up mm-hmm. from that healing. Right. But I will tell you on my knees... Mm-hmm. In my living room floor, before I went into surgery, I just was praying. And when I started to get up, I heard not an audible voice. They were thoughts, but they were not my own. Mm -hmm. And I heard, this is my testimony. And I thought, now this is my testimony, all right. (laughs) And then I heard it again. Thanks for letting me know. And it was like, no, this is my testimony. Mm -hmm. And I went back to my knees and I realized that that was God speaking yeah. to me. And he was saying, this is going to be my testimony. Wow. And I knew, you mm-hmm. know, that a testimony for him has mm-hmm. to have victory. Yeah, yeah. And I held on to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went into the hospital and came out of the ICU where they transferred me over to the rehab hospital, which is where I was for two months. And Jamie, when they rolled me in there, I heard the nurses say, the para we are waiting for has arrived. Mm. And hearing that nurse call, even to this day, mm-hmm. um, 11 years later, hearing her call me that was, mm. I, I don't even have words for it. I mean, mm. I went into this dark abyss. Right. And right. as I lay there in that room, in that abyss, mm. the Lord spoke to me again. They were thoughts, but they were not my own. Mm-hmm. And what I heard and I journaled it in my journal, was move forward as if you were birthing something and not as if you've been stolen from. Mm. And I started thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And birthing something has so much possibility and there's anticipation and Mm -hmm. there's excitement almost to birthing something. Mm -hmm. Being stolen from, you know, you're, you're angry, you're bitter, you're heavy, you're dark. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're, you're, you feel invaded, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Move forward mm-hmm. as if you are birthing something mm-hmm. and not as if you've been stolen from. Mm-hmm. And after I came out of the hospital and I really pondered on what the Lord had spoken to me, there were several moments that he came to me like that. Mm-hmm. Profound, profound yeah. communication. Yeah. I thought, you know what? That is a universal message. Mm-hmm. That is not just for me. Right, that is right. for everyone and anyone mm-hmm. who has had something in their life happen mm-hmm. that they didn't expect. They did not plan on that happening. That yeah. was not going to be their life plan. Right, right. And that is a universal message to mm-hmm. anybody that is listening today. I just mm-hmm. say to you, because I carried that with me through the hospital. Mm-hmm. It kept coming back up mm-hmm. that I was birthing something. Mm-hmm. And so I, st- I didn't look down that path of being stolen from, right? I'm like, okay, right. I'm going to look to the freshness and possibilities of this. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that the Lord spoke to me when they were trying to get me up on my feet, and when you're paralyzed, and especially right out of surgery, you can't feel like... I. I couldn't feel three quarters of my body in space. So when they try to stand you up or move me, right. you don't like you, you have no perception of like even where you're at. Right. And yeah. I just heard the Lord say, you are stronger. You are stronger than you think. Mm. Stand up. Wow. You are stronger than you think. Oh, just stand like the Bible. up. Yeah, and it's like, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Mm. And you know what that day I did? I stood up for a minute. Mm-hmm. I was able to hold onto the wall and stand up in therapy. And so I think that's a universal message. Mm-hmm. You are stronger than you think. Just stand up. Yeah. God's got us. God's got us. Yeah. He's got us. Mm-hmm. He's got you. Yeah. And so this has been my 11-year journey. I have been working in therapy every week mm-hmm. for 11 years. Wow. Wow. To get back what I lost, Mm. to regain my mobility. Mm -hmm. So I have trouble walking still in a straight line, Mm -hmm. much less being able to run again Mm -hmm. 
or to do those things that well, at least you have an excuse were, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, I know my friends say that they're like oh every time I don't want to go exercise I think of you Amy I know. I just went running with my son the other day. I'm like, oh, my lower back. How does my lower back hurt when running? Because I want to run so bad. And so they're like, oh, my gosh. I have to go run. That was Susan, you know, our friend Susan. She's like, "Uh uh-uh. Every time I want to go back to bed, I'm like, go run. Amy wants to run so bad. (laughs) You're the motivator. Exactly. But I can't even tell you what this journey has been like to get up. And to show up. And listen, I show up to therapy mad, sad, frustrated, happy, excited, um, challenged. But you got to show up. It's about showing up. Mm -hmm. It's about not quitting. It's about not giving up. It's about keeping your eye on the prize, right? I want to run. I want to run. I want to run. I'm a runner. I'm going to run. And honestly, I'm so old now. Even if I could run, you know, as soon as I run that first time, I'm probably never going to run again. Yeah. (laughs) want to say I can because I'll be like you I'll be oh my gosh my back talking about how horrible it is on your joints oh I know it's not good for you so but it's you know in my mind like I'll be healed when I can run yes yes and so all along the way it's been this journey of really the Lord showing me and you got to understand like I'm the girl that like you know chop 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 let's get it done let's move on let's get it done I mean that's how I deal with things like I like to hit it head on and then move on yeah I'm like that and so now here I have this thing in my life Uh where I hit it head on every day but we're moving on centimeter by centimeter but what it has taught me is how bad do you want it Mm. and I look at people and I I hear their story and they want to be free and they want this stuff I'm thinking how bad do you want it yeah how bad do you want to be free Mm -hmm. really how much do you want it because You'll get your suddenlies, Mm -hmm. but you also have to commit to a journey and you have to show up. You have to show back up and show up with God, right? You got to keep showing up. We're not promised an easy life. Right. It's not going to be easy. But but he's got us. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be freeing. And listen, I have victories. Mm -hmm. I have challenges. I mean, you know, my life ebbs and flows just like everybody else's, but we've got to show up Mm -hmm. and we've got to just, you just don't let go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my sweet friends that does radio with me, sometimes she comes and visits and she was telling me about hearing the Lord and him just saying, don't collapse. Whatever you do, mm. don't collapse. That's I've good. got you. That's I've good. got you. Yeah. Just don't collapse. Yeah. And so that's just a word for all of us, right? Yeah. yeah. I like the word, don't shrink back. Mm-hmm. It's in the Bible. Mm, There's so a good. verse in there. <laughs> That's so I'm good so, for people that are fearful. I wish I could memorize where it was, but yeah, don't you know, shrink yeah, back. Because fear wants you just yep. to pull back and draw yeah. back. And it says continue moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So God is good. He's faithful. He's restored, you know, the ministry completely disintegrated when I went through a divorce a few Mm. years back my Mm -hmm. 18 year marriage ended Mm. right after you know I had been fighting for my mobility for about eight years and that was devastating and dark yeah and that's when I felt like all the promises that God had given me for my future were done it was done it was done Wow. And that dream was gone. And then honestly, that kind of was the final punch for me, you know, with mm-hmm. the enemy. That the divorce was a dark mm. place. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, Lord, even if you do bring it back, I don't even know if I'm gonna do it. You know, like I don't even know. I gotta think about this. And and so I'll get back to you. I get back yeah. to you, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you might just be on your own yeah. on this one. <laughs> But, oh, my gosh, he's so good. He's just restored my heart. He's restored my passion. He's restored the vision. And let me tell you, you, he won't let me go. And when the vision came back, it was bigger and bolder and stronger Mm. and more clear and more sure. And just, I I, I just can't even tell you how much more power the vision for my life and my calling had when he brought it back. Yeah, yeah, and just stronger. So here I am. Mm, Here I am so doing good. all that he has put in front of me, just so full and so rich and yeah. so exciting. Yeah, you're using all those experiences <laughs> for good. What was meant to harm, right. 
You turned it into good. Right. You're doing something with it. The enemy is relentless. Mm-hmm. Life is relentless. Mm-hmm. But our God, mm-hmm. our God never, ever, ever lets go of us. No, he doesn't. Um, yeah. And so that's the fruit of what I'm seeing in my life right now is that God's like, I had you the whole time. I knew exactly what was going to happen and we're going to take every single ounce of it. Yeah. And go use it for good. Yeah. I love how he pursues us mm-hmm. when we pursue him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a tango there. I Together. Know. Rhythm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so with the sold out ministry, mm-hmm. what do you have events that go on? We do. Or, okay. um, so sold out ministry is a freedom ministry mm-hmm. for women. Right now, the weekend events are for women. When I go speak, it's for anyone. But for people who have strongholds, have roadblocks that they can't identify, mm-hmm. their life is not where they thought it was going to end up. Yeah. This is a weekend where we just go in and just down and dirty, just clean up some stuff through cool. God's goodness. Yeah. Truly, it's a prayer ministry, but uh-huh. it is a powerful prayer ministry. The leaders have had experiences. Their passion is freedom. And they're anointed Mm. to walk you through inner healing. Yeah, Yeah. And so we do that. The name of our weekend is Freedemption Weekend and Freedemption Academy. And we put that word together, uh, freedom in Christ through the redemption of the cross. I love it. So that's those two words put together. Freedemption. So Freedemption Weekend and then Freedemption Academy. And Academy is going to be school, freedom school. I mean, you enroll, you pay money, you commit. And it's going to be three semesters of me just taking people through all that I've learned, all the processes, all every single thing I know about how to walk yourself through kind of a radical time in your life to say, I'm signing up, I'm committing, and I'm going to get through some of this stuff Mm -hmm. so that I can move on. Yeah. If anyone, you are the person (laughs) to go through that that workshop. And where do you host the events? So the events are at different retreat centers. It'll be on my soldoutministries.com website and and know that it's S-O-U-L-E-D, sold out. Okay. ministries.com and then Redemption Academy is online and so you can either join the video or you can get the video and work through it on your own at your own pace so everything that we're doing with all of that is on soldoutministries.com and mm-hmm. I do have I have amymillslive.com um, but that's mostly just for the radio and it's where the podcast mm-hmm. sits mm-hmm. yeah yeah well, thank you, Amy, thank for you, coming Jane. on here. That's a load, right? <laughs> well, I know we've got a lot of encouragement and a lot of just inspiration and, and knowledge from you thank on you. how to break free from mm-hmm. those strongholds. Mm-hmm. And it's really important because it's not something that we're immune to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can happen at any time and, you know, and we need to know mm-hmm. If you're living life. Notice it. Yeah, if you're living life. Yeah, and know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how to respond. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.